Thank you for listening to OTR Off the Real. Like, follow, subscribe. It's Dijon back at it with another one. Uh, you know, I always like to give y'all updates. Remember, the season's not over. Or the ep- like the ep- like, we're not going to end it right now. Let me put it that way. I still got some things that I want to do. A few more episodes to drop. I just had to take a break. Really, because physically I've been tired. Mentally, I've been tired. Matter of fact, I just got off of work. I'm about to go to work in probably less than an hour. So that just tells you i kind of been grinding. But, you know, I still see that people are still checking out for it. And then I had a couple people again asking me about it. And I've been meaning to drop, but like I said, i just really been tired. But I wanted to put this one out. Uh, today's topic, or I think today's episode, what I'm going to call it, is probably uh, men, over men. men Over Memes. And part of that being because I feel like right now it's almost as if we're living life in caricatures, right? If you look at what a caricature is, it's a picture of a person, but what the artist does is point out their most unique quality usually. So depending on how your nose looks, your lips look, ears, eyes, that's what they bring out and they make it exaggerated. And I say that, and the reason why I use the word memes is because it's almost as people live today in the world of memes. I really don't, like, I've expressed it more than once. could care less about social media because I'm social in real life, but I I understand it's, its value in society in today's time. So it's not like I'm just looking down upon it and saying, like, it's BS. I mean, of course, it's entertaining, there's jokes, and being that life is, honestly, life is too beautiful to not, like, find humor in it. And it's too short to take it serious all the time. So I do get the qualities in it. And then at the same time, there's a lot of information being passed. There's a lot of misinformation being passed. But I'm looking at it from this perspective. And what the real episode is about is kind of more or less in lines with the words, metaphors, and just different little things that we use of that nature. I had a different word earlier, but I kind of blanked out. That was the original route, but when I was coming up with it, like thinking about the name and all that kind of stuff, one of my own phrases that I used to like to use, especially when people ask me like how I'm doing, I used to just say, you know, trying to rise above the madness. And that's what I was originally gonna call it, but I felt like that would've gave a misinterpretation of what I'm talking about. So, again, what I mean and what this episode is about is really about the metaphors in which we use in life. We're just kind of like the modern colloquial, whatever, you know what I mean? like. First example, growing up, it was like, you know, there's a million ways to get it. And before, I used to think that was some flawed stuff, right? Like, dang, that's crazy. There's a lot of ways to get it. But when you ask the person, like, have you ever really sat there and asked and been like, so name me a million, bro. Nine times out of ten, they're probably not even going to be able to name you a hundred, let alone a million. So why do we say it, though? Because you want to sound fly like you got a lot of things going on when you really don't got nothing going on. Am I saying that the the possibilities are endless to get it? No, not really. You know what I mean? Like, it really is a lot of ways to make money. And the more that I got interested in it, the more I started to learn. So the more you know, the more you actually figure out that you don't know. And even if we take that same metaphor or euphemism and we apply it to just different aspects. I mean, there is probably a million ways to get to happiness. There is a way, a million ways to get to fulfillment. But I mean, like... How many people really know them, that, that thing? And we're saying positive things 
what I think, what I really interpret into what we're saying. And that's the premise of this whole conversation and what I want to talk about. It's even in a, and why I use the word memes is because when you see a meme, and remember like red flags was hot, using the word toxic. These are all hot words, hot topics. My bad, hold on. See, well, I'm ready, get me ready for work. But hot topic and hot words that now have real substance if you think about it. But then what the internet does, and I have to use this in a more general sense, what the internet does is take something that can open up serious dialogue, makes it a joke, and like turns it in, um, again almost into a caricature thing. It becomes exaggerated. Nobody questions it, and we don't think too much into it. There's that phrase that I think, what is it? Uh, the pen is mightier than the uh, sword, or something like that. Or, you know, when we talk about words, wordplay is very, very instrumental. And it's something that I think we often overlook. Like, we really often overlook the words or the phrases, the words that we use. Even how we talk to each other. In the past, I used to tell people, I think part of the problem that happened in the community is when we really stopped calling each other brother and then started just saying, like, oh, that's my nigga, right? Because when you look at the essence of the two words, one has a familial bond, the other one is something that we tried to make beautiful and turn it around and turn it into a term of endearment. But when you look at it, I mean, every word has an etymology meaning that every word has a beginning, and sometimes that beginning is important, even though we can say, well, okay, it used to mean this back in the day, but now it means this in the present. But that sometimes it doesn't change the effect, especially to a person who knows dual meaning, because subconsciously you're gonna know both meanings, so how you take it can kind of play it. It's just like, again, being from Cali, we say, what's up, right? Like, or not from, like I tell people, like when you go to Cali, what's up, it turn into like, nah, what's up though, right? You know, like, which is really like, like, what's good? Like, where you from? Like, you gonna get asked the same dumb question what your mama say and all that kind of stuff. And again, it's something that's so simple, something that we use on a constant basis, and that's something that should be a greeting, but also what's up can mean, like, what's up there? All kind of stuff. Something that's fun can be turned into something that turns into violence, something that becomes destructive. Another one is trauma. And I bring this up because... It actually came up in more than one conversation. So the first one was, I'm walking past, bro, we was talking, he had some beads on him. We started talking about, like, crystals, healing, spirituality, all these different things. And so I forgot how the, the trauma part came on. And he was like, people often misuse the word trauma. They'd be like, oh, you know, I got a bad relationship, which they're probably going to call toxic, which it can be, right? It might be. Um, sometimes we forget where the toxicity comes from. You could have been a toxic person. I'm just saying. And then, you know, they misuse the word, and then they say trauma. And he was like, when I think trauma, I think of, you know, like war, veterans and stuff like that. And I'm like, yes, that is very true. That does lead to trauma. But we forget that trauma can be emotional. Trauma can be mental. Honestly, there could be somewhat of a spiritual trauma if you really think about it, depending on how you want to put it. Now, in essence, I don't really believe it, but I mean, I could, I could run with that. But these traumas that happen, like we, I don't want it. I don't want to doubt them because of a, somebody who's constantly verbally abused that that will form trauma. And the second one was I was talking to this dude, and he over there like he was lifting weights, and then he was he walked over. And, we know we had the casual conversation, joking around. I'm like, what's good, my bro? Like, what you doing? And he's talking about how he's going over with his girl. He like, 
the son is respectful, but the mom is, you know, so he's dating He's like, man, I'm playing more than one role. Well, I was like, have y'all had that grown-up conversation? I was like, one thing that we don't talk about that we need to talk about in relationships, besides, honestly, money, because that's one of the leading causes of breakups, are past traumas. And he was like, man, I did, you know. She had a very bad relationship, and her boyfriend did this, that, and the third. And I go, hey, bro, I'm not going to lie. And again, I just want to say this. You know, like, I'm no therapist. I'm no clinician. I'm no psychologist by trade or anything like that. I really don't have all the answers. The main point of me talking to y'all and speaking up on this stuff is, honestly, if I can make you think different, I'll go, hmm, I never thought about that. Or next time you get into a situation that it makes you kind of take a step back and reflect and maybe have a better positive outcome than what you normally would have that would be the purpose of you guys listening to this. So when he said it, I go, hey, bro, I'm going to keep it real. That's not her first trauma. That's not actually the trauma. The trauma started from somewhere else. Because when you begin to meet people that heal, when you begin to meet people that feel whole and are secure within themselves, they don't allow things to happen to them. I mean, things do happen, but for the most part, they bounce back different. They act accordingly. They take the life lesson and all this kind of stuff. And then they run from it. But if a person is repeatedly, repeatedly running into the same thing, means they haven't learned their lesson, and that's not the initial trauma. The trauma either came from possibly seeing their parents in a relationship like that, or seeing a loved one in a relationship like that, maybe not having both parents, and just seeing like the, the constant, just abuse or traumatic experiences, something like of that nature. Remembering trauma for trauma, that's what I spoke on. And that's where this kind of came from, too, is that. Growing up, a lot of things that I learned to cope with with life were more self-destructive than what they were helpful. And I can't really be mad at that. I'm not, like, I turned out okay as far as I think. You know, you gotta, gotta do the shoulder shrug on that one. But it took me a second to kind of go on that and kind of realize and start to turn lives and also take accountability. Because even when we talk about that, that's part of the reason why trauma, and I think that's how we led to the first conversation with me and he was talking about, it was like, when people talk about all these hot words and hot topics and they use the word trauma, are they actually being accountable for the things that happen? Because yes, at the end of the day, we all do really have a choice. And I really mean that. And I'll stand on that. And you could throw most situations, and I'm not trying to sound cocky nor arrogant, but a choice was made before that. Now again, in certain instances, not really, because again, one thing that I never condone and never respect is anybody who does something to a child. And I will say it's disabled to a nature, because some of y'all be walking around with them handicap plaques, and bro, ain't nothing wrong with y'all, be using them shopping carts, getting on my nerves and stuff, but that's beside the point. But again, that's not the initial trauma. So when you talk about it, we have a person that hasn't learned how to heal or hasn't learned how to say no or hasn't found value and maybe are still insecure, but... Because today that word gets thrown around so much, it's diluted the seriousness of it. There are people really going through traumatic experiences. We know that in America alone, that there are certain American cities, towns, that are similar to third world countries that either nobody wants to speak about, or we act as if it's normal, and we go, hey, they just got a problem. It's just them people. It's only them acting like that. But we forget that the conditions that made them people act like that. Right? Again, I think I talked about it on... Another episode, like, with the whole crabs in a barrel thing, that's why I don't agree with it. Because a, a barrel is not a crab's natural habitat. And when, when I bring it back to the social media thing, it is crazy that people could be so loving and so caring or even so comical and have the boldness to say something online, 
But when you meet them in person, they don't keep that same energy. They won't say that. They don't show you the same love. It's crazy because, again, you could have 60,000 followers, 1,000 likes on view. How many of them followers are really going to look out for you when you down on your, you know what I'm saying, you down and out or you just down? How many of them can you depend on a call on? You know what I'm saying? How many of those likes have put money in your pocket when you need it? I'm not saying that you shouldn't fend for yourself or nothing like that, but again, all of us have been put in a bad situation every now and then due to some, again, some choice that you had, but it just happened as a part of life. So the connections to me, like that's my, that's one of my beats with it, is that it gives people a voice that they wouldn't have in real life, right? It gives them the confidence to say the things that they want to say. People are becoming socially awkward, and I'm not about that life, and that's where probably my bias comes from because I feel like you should be able to know how to conduct yourself in real life. You should know how to pick up on social cues. You should know how to read the energy within a room, and that's what it takes away from it because people think that social currency is not real currency. We are no longer making the connections that we need to make. We are no longer really looking to heal trauma for what it is. You're going to see it turn into like the Jordan crying face meme. Or one of those other memes. It's crazy because again, and I brought up this when I was talking about the trauma. You know that people are living in trauma for the simple fact that we can look at a person in despair, walk by, make fun of them, and look at and act as if it's normal. You hear what I'm saying? Like, it something sick within society would allow you to do that. Don't get me wrong. If a person comes up to me in homeless and asks for a dollar, doesn't mean I'm going to give them a dollar every time. But I'm also not just going to laugh at them. You know what I mean? It's not my job to kick them while they down. I don't know how they got there. Could they do better? I don't know. I know in California, like, a lot of it had to do with mental illness. That wasn't, that was being neglected by the government and by the people. So who am I to make fun of them because they out there dancing on the street or maybe getting butt naked, pissing in front of the road? It's not my job. That's not my thing. Maybe I can help them the best way I can. Like, I work downtown now. So within it, we know some of the homeless people. They come up. I'm not going to lie. It's one of the older ladies. She'll come up. She'll get a kid a hug. I give her a hug back. She's still a person. I see her as a person. That's, again, why I say man over me means. And I don't mean that, you know, again, for the women listening to it, because I know we got this whole today. You know what I'm saying? Again, when I say man, it's like uh, <laughs> hustling and flow. When I say man, I mean like human man. Right? But do you get what I'm saying? From another conversation, because we were talking about the same thing again, downtown, I've been having some real-life conversations with people. You would never know what we were talking about, but a lot of real stuff gets said, sometimes over drinks, sometimes just talking. And the last one that I'll probably speak on, right, I'm not going to make this too much longer, because hopefully I got the point, but the last one, just take this one. I woke up, and, or he woke up and chose violence, she woke up and chose violence, I woke up and chose violence. We say that so nonchalantly as if that doesn't have meaning. To a person that's seen some things or been through some things, you know some people that really kind of actually do wake up and choose violence for what violence is. You said a couple about, he woke up and chose violence, you got an attitude, he woke up and chose, like bro, that's not violence, and we act like that doesn't mean something. Yes, it does. Again, there's multiple levels of thinking, there's multiple levels of awareness, and the get into the word woke when that was a hot topic they made that into a joke everybody was woke all of a sudden because maybe they found out about black wall street just a month ago or yesterday they were today's years old when they found out that whatever whatever the case may be and 
you know what I'm saying? Like we're just like I said, we're we're walking around, we're talking, we're saying these things, and again, to wake up and choose violence and act like that's something okay and an okay phrase to use, it's not. Because subconsciously you're gonna internalize that. You wake up and choose like bro, I gotta catch myself. There's something I say to myself, like, but partly I do mean it though. I'm not gonna lie, like, cause people be mad disrespectful, but like I like I'll say it out loud and people will laugh, but I'd be like, people die for less. Cause somebody do something disrespectful and I'd be I'd be like, bro, you know people die for less, right? And a part of it is in like ha ha tongue and cheek humor, but then a part of it is like, nah, fam, like, don't be because I I've seen people get beat up for no reason. I've seen friends <laughs> Been a part again, been a part of a home invasion of a friend, bro. And watch somebody talk to him and on the phone and say it wasn't them. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that'll be probably waking up and choosing and choosing violence within its essence. You know what I'm saying? You're doing something destructive. Violence, usually in nature, isn't really peaceful. I mean, we say that we go to war for peace, BS. We fought religious wars for religious reasons, BS. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it's for freedom, now that's a little different. We could talk about that one. I do see a difference in that. The main point being, though, yes, be of your time. I tell you, I am I am player, spectator, and commentator in this game of life, right? I'm player because I'm still active. I'm living life. I love life for what it is. I'm talking about what you can consider good, bad, positive, negative. I love life because it is part of life. I've said it on multiple episodes. When you sign up for life, you sign up for death. Way somebody else put it, they were like, when you're given an angel, you are also given a demon, and it has to be the voice talking to you sometimes when something go wrong. I say spectator because yes, I have to watch what's going on. Like I'm aware of the things that are going on. I may not also be a participant in everything. I don't mind that you turn on TikTok for entertainment purposes because it's always something funny and some of it's escapism. It depends on how you use it and what you're using it for. But if you're taking that and really using it as it's real life and like I, I don't like the I don't like the imitation part about it. Again, the caricatures of it because that's all it's showing. It's showing you a percentage of a population that is out there, but it doesn't speak for society as a whole. Yes, they are out there, but it's not society as a whole. And I'm a commentator because I have a voice in this. I would never want to be the voice of a generation or the voice of the people. I want to be a voice. But if I'm the voice, there's not enough of y'all speaking out there. This has been OTR off the rip again. Like, follow, subscribe. If you mess with it, share it. I think I put my IG in the last one. You know what I mean? Like, if y'all want to reach out, reach out. If not, know y'all uh, person, come talk to me. Like I said, got a few more episodes left, so we're going to drop them. We're going to get rid of it. But again, thank y'all for listening. Love y'all.